0: Welcome to the Raising Globetrotters podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Engel. We are talking about how to get your kids to help around the house. Oh man, if I had a dollar for every time I was asked this question by clients, whoo, I'd be a rich woman. So how do you get your kids to help around the house? How do you get them to not only help doing chores, but also look around and help out? Simply. Because, well, let's be honest, they live here too. This is such an important thing to teach our kids. These lessons will go with them into adulthood. They determine who they can and cannot live with, right? If they're a slob, they're not going to live with somebody who's nice and neat. If they're crazy about everything being perfect all the time, they're not going to live with somebody who's a little bit more relaxed. They're going to determine how they relate to people inside their home, and even how they raise their own kiddos, right? This isn't about just, can you help around the house? It's, do you see that you're part of the group and that there's a responsibility in there? This is why we care so much. It's not about, can you help fold the laundry? It's, we care who they are as people, how they're gonna relate. We want them to have skills in adulthood that make their life easier. So I would love to tell you this one is an easy one, but honestly, it can be really tough and take a long time to shift, but don't lose heart. You can do this. Your kids can do this. You have to be consistent and willing to take it slow and repeat. Repeat, repeat, repeat. This isn't a one and done and your kids get it and magically everything is amazing. This is (laughs) your relationship with them until they leave your house. And then most likely whenever they come back, it's still gonna be there. I mean, how many kids come home from college with dirty laundry, right? It's like, well, it's nice they're coming home, but come on, come on, right? Number one though. Absolute number one is that you've got to be patient, be patient with your kids, but most especially be patient with yourself because chances are impatience plays a big role in why your kids don't help around the house. So let's explore this. So first things first, you need to take responsibility for your part in why your kids might not be doing their share of the work around the home. Do you get frustrated and do it for them? Do you need it done and you're unwilling or unable to wait for them to get it done on their schedule? So you do it. Do you want to avoid the conflict and the conversation and the nagging? So you do it. I often end up doing the chores because I want to get them done. And honestly, sometimes it's easier to just do it myself. Does this sound familiar? Right? If you have been doing the brunt of the household chores then you have set the precedent that these tasks are your tasks and that your way of doing them is the right way of course your kids don't want to help right remember mother teresa said it best if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together so this is the best place to start when i realized that things have gotten out of hand which they do right it's cyclic you get on a path and everything's going well and then things get out of hand and you get overwhelmed and then you start it over, right? So first thing I do is I have a meeting with myself. What is more important that the chores get done quickly and my way, which I have a part that cares a lot about how they're done or that we together as a family, you and your kids and your partner hold these group responsibilities and you work as a team. If you are trying to get your kids to work as a team, then you have to define the roles within the team. Who's the team leader? Ask yourself, do you want to delegate? Do you want to do the chores all together? Are you Are you willing to take feedback in how the chores are done and when they get done? So just the other day, I was folding laundry with my kiddos. And to be honest, some of the clothes were not getting folded to my standard and I thought what would it say to my kiddo cuz I really wanted to just walk over and like quick refold them right just like whatever but what would it say to my kiddo if I walked over and refolded those clothes or if I asked him hey can you know can you fold that so it's not going to be wrinkled, right? Most likely he'd be discouraged and annoyed for being criticized and much less likely to want to help with the clothes next time. Now you might be thinking that was a teaching moment and you are correct. However, how to fold the clothes is further down the road for my kiddo at the age of eight. Right now, I'm just happy that we're all folding clothes together. I didn't have him fold clothes. In the past couple of years, this is new for him. So just having him join in is where my expectation is right now. If I want the clothes to be folded a certain way, that's a separate lesson for another time. Like a, hey, y'all, we're going to do a quick tutorial about folding clothes and here's why it matters. But we didn't talk about this when we talked about folding laundry. And this is where I can compromise Does it really matter that the shirts get folded my way? And don't worry, I have a part that's like, yes, absolutely it does, (laughs) but it doesn't, it doesn't. So this time I chose let it go and simply enjoy the win that we're all folding clothes together, right? So you might be saying, well, it does matter. (laughs) Clothes will get wrinkled, they won't fit in the drawer properly, but what are you really wanting there? You're wanting your kid to care about the things that you care about. Why do you care about them? So this is an important question. Why do you care? Lean into that one. See if there are places you can compromise or if there are teaching points in there for you and your kiddos. That has to be a part of that original family meeting when you're talking about the chores. If there are things that you really care about, those need to be communicated ahead of time, right? If your kid is doing the chore and you're lecturing them about how they're doing it, oh, of course, they're not going to want to do it again. So you've got to communicate the things that are important to you in a time when they're listening. If they're rushing to get something done between when they got home from school and when they're going to soccer practice, they don't care why you want it done a certain way in that moment right? So be careful when you give them feedback about how they're doing it. Another important expectation goal is time. My older kids fold clothes much more carefully and much more quickly than they did when they were younger, right? So my priority was to fold clothes together. I wanted that to be A, quick and B, painless. If I criticize them while they're doing it, It's not painless and it's not going to be quick. So, going back to your part and how things are going in your house, you're going to have to compromise. Chances are you've been doing most of the chores because you need them done. You want them done. You don't want to argue about every little thing that has to be done. But that's your story. What your kid sees is that you want things done your way, it's your house. They haven't been learning from you that this is an everybody job and an everybody space. They've been learning that these are things that you care about in your space. So you've got to take some steps back to let them have ownership of that and maybe do it their way, which might actually be better. And this is where the patience and the compromise come in. So how do you get them to care about these things too? Just like it took a long time to train your family that you will do all these chores or you've probably been doing it this way for years. So it's been repetitive day after day after day. You have been the one doing this and that's what they've seen. It's going to take a while to retrain them to care and share in these tasks. This takes patience. (laughs) It takes repetition. This is Communication. It's not a talk about it once and the message has been received. You are working against habit, frustration, exhaustion. Let's be honest, there's a lot of laziness in there that they are going to be resisting you on. And you're going to have to take an active role in reminding and encouraging your kids to do their share of the housework. So, this is often why we do the chores because we'd rather do the chore then teach our kid the lesson because it takes longer. It will take longer. You have to set your expectations that teaching your kids to share in the chores around the house is not less time for you. It's more time, more conversation, more patience, more compromise. It's letting go for you. It is in a lot of ways, going to be harder than if you just did all the chores yourself. And this is why you've been doing the chores yourself because that's easier. So we have to have a long-term picture here. This isn't the short-term I need this done. This is the long-term I need you to be somebody that takes responsibility for your space, right? And you have to dig into your patience and your long-term vision of the consequences of your actions in this. When I first started having my kids empty the dishwasher, man, it took forever. Things were sometimes dirtier (laughs) once they reached the drawer than when they had gone into the dishwasher dirty, right? You have kids grabbing forks and, you know, this was when they were really little. And I often didn't know where things were because they were put back in some random place, but that's okay, right? I can (laughs) rewash, I can take them out definitely more work for me, definitely more time for me. But if your kids can walk, they can empty the bottom level of the dishwasher and they love it. They take pride in it. So watch that, right? That's where the gift comes in is when you see them doing that, see them them helping and they feel good about doing it their way congratulate them, praise them, thank them. Like, yes, that's a win. I love how you did that. That's great. It's efficient. If it works for you, you own it. That's yours. If that's how you want to fold the clothes and it works, go for it. Give them some space. So here's another place of compromise. We talked about, you know, the standard for the chores getting done, right? What about the timing when they get done? how long it takes to do that particular chore. I have one kid that flies through the chores, does whatever I ask, she does it well. I have two other kids who hide, they disappear. They magically have to go to the bathroom for 20 minutes. They go so slow with this process that it's much more painful. They take more hand-holding than my middle kid. They learn from watching her though. They really do. So when she is doing her chores, she does them quickly, she does them well, and then she's free to go do whatever they want. And they see that. It's just like, you know, having a temper tantrum and you look around and you go, oh my gosh, everybody's staring at me. And the kid doesn't like that. They don't like that feeling. They wanna go and do something else. When they see the kid who's doing it quickly and doing it well and it doesn't take them very long and then they get to go run outside and play or they're on the trampoline or they're hanging out with their friends, they learn from this. They're not getting out of the chore simply because they do it slowly or they don't do it well. And if they don't do it well, they have to redo it. So if you communicated prior, about how this drawer was gonna get done. And they don't do it, for example, I have a kid who loves to vacuum the middle of a room and that's it. <laughs> and so, you know, I come into the room and it's like dusty all around the edges. So if the vacuum's put away, you gotta get that vacuum back out and you're gonna vacuum the whole room. It took a few times, but now he vacuums the room. It takes him longer, but he doesn't have to do it twice. And he'd rather do it right once than have to repeat it. So they learn quickly if you make them redo a a poorly done job. (laughs) So timing, you might have to spend your time helping them get through the process. This will take a while, but you will bond with your kid. You will be sharing the task. They will feel a sense of accomplishment at owning part of this task. And that really is the key. We want them to get the feeling of ownership of a task. Now, this does not mean they have to enjoy it. Right? You are asking for them to share in this because you don't want to own all of these things. So, what are your expectations that you're going to tell them once that you need them to help with the chores, that this is their responsibility too, that they'll understand it, they'll do them all well, they'll do them when you want, and they'll enjoy it, right? Totally unrealistic. Totally unrealistic. You are going to have to compromise on probably all of those things. They may not enjoy it, they may not do it to your standards. They may not do it when or in the amount of time that you want them to do it. It may be all three, but it doesn't matter, right? The more important thing is that you are teaching them, it doesn't matter how long it takes you, it's more important that you do it, that you get it done, right? That they do it, that it's not on the parent anymore. So, My kids now know, you know, emptying the dishwasher is their job. Do they complain? Absolutely. Do they fight about it? Absolutely. But guess what? It's no longer mine. Dishwashers clean. I just say dishwasher time and they come and empty the dishwasher. Now, do they run over really excited? Yeah, maybe once or twice every now and then one kid is like in a good mood, but no, usually I have to repeat myself. And I kind of have to hang around in the kitchen, make sure everybody's doing their fair share, right? It's, I'm still there. I'm still supervising, but they own it. They know they own it. And it's no longer that conversation. But if I expected them to notice that the dishwasher needed emptying and come and do it themselves, that's further down the road. So baby steps, baby steps. So just the other day, we had a family meeting about chores, of course my teenager was having trouble understanding why she had to do any chores that were not her own, right? Like doing somebody's dishes that she didn't get dirty or folding laundry that didn't belong to her or vacuuming a room that she, you know, isn't her own. So have we been having these meetings since she was little, like for years? Yes. Is the message the same? Yes. My eight year old understands this better than she does right now. So what's the deal? The deal is she's a teenager. She's reassessing everything I taught her and deciding for herself if she wants these lessons. So here I am back in the beginning and this is where you'll be, right? This is where that patience comes in. I'm willing to have these meetings every day if it means that my kids will continue to take responsibility for our shared tasks and bring those skills into adulthood. So what do I tell my kids when they ask why, you know, why do they need to do these chores? It's because you live differently with a group than on your own, right? Do my kids want me to walk around naked all day, blasting Janet Jackson, and eating cake with my hands? Because yeah, (laughs) I would behave if no one were around. Why not, right? In order to live together peacefully, we help each other. We work as a team to make life easier for everyone. And if they're really pushing back, I just say it. You might not care if the house is a mess, but it would stress me out and then I would stress you out, right? It's like, there's a consequence to how you behave and it's gonna ripple out. If you're the one who's not working as a team, it's gonna make it difficult for everyone. This is called a common courtesy. It's important to remember that you're teaching these kids lessons of joint responsibility consideration caring kindness cleanliness it will take them a long time to get this and again when they hit those teenage years they're going to pretend that this never happened right they're going to need to learn these all over again there is nothing harder than having a kid who is so helpful turn into a teenager and decide that you know they no longer have to do any of these things and you need to now explain everything to them again be patient, stay with them, keep consistent. You will get backtalk and frustration, but it's worth it to show them what really matters. So let's recap. How do you get your kids to do chores? So one, own your part and why things are not working. Two, communicate to them why things need to change. Be open to feedback about how, who, and when the chores will be managed. That means you, you need to be open to feedback from them. If you are trying to convey to them that this is a team effort, then you as the team leader have to listen to your team members, right? So three is be open to feedback about how, who and when the chores will be done, right? Four, be flexible when things are not going well. Five, be ready to repeat yourself over and over again. (laughs) Six, expect your kids to moan and groan. Seven, be ready to do chores with them, especially at the beginning when it's a new task or, you know, when they're young. Eight, repeat, repeat, repeat. This is your relationship with them until they leave your house. This is not a one and done. And so leaning into the deeper learning here of this is a lifelong lesson for them to learn. You're their teacher. So be patient with them. Be patient with yourself. Remind your kids, too, that the easier the chores go, the more fun you all get to have not doing chores. Kids get this. They've all been in a class where there's one kid who takes up so much attention that they sit around wasting time, right? Trying to manage that one kid. The teacher is so focused on this one troublemaker that they're bored a lot. And the opposite, right? They've had a class where teacher, you know, lets them do extra fun stuff because they all worked really well together and they got done all the things they needed to do. And now they get to have extra recess or outside time or they get to play an extra game so they understand this outside of your home they understand this teamwork in the classroom they get it on sports teams in activities with friends if they're in a band your home should be no different they have responsibility out there and they understand how to work in a team they're learning that they have responsibility in your home as well the important part is that you are consistent with getting them to do it, especially when it's tiring and it's gonna be, but you got this, you can do this. It's worth it. You wanna teach them to be good people because that's who you are. Lead by example.